0: You're listening to Never Sleeps Network.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. I'm sitting here with a very sexy man right now. He's posing for us. He's, uh, he's showing a little... Uh, oh, now he's brooding. Oh, now he, he doesn't want his photograph taken anymore, Alex. He's, he's in the zone now. We are sitting here with a very funny comedian, a hilarious actor... And um, just a great guy in general, Chris Fucking
0: Law.
2: Yeah, man, that was good. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. That intro, smooth.
1: I liked. Uh, I liked you posing for the camera there. You were. Uh, you were really getting into it. I'm a it. ham. You're H
0: A M. H-A-M. I go hard as a mother. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: well, welcome to the studio. I hear you've been here before.
2: Yeah, this place is awesome. You're on a the bed.
1: Vest of Friends podcast.
2: Yeah, that was the best. Yeah, I the, mean it was the best. Oh come on, there ah. it
1: is. Um, well, welcome back. This is the Potato Files. I had the
2: best time. The
1: best time. I'll keep going. <laughs> what else can we use "best" for?
2: <laughs> I'm gonna start a sketch group called "The Shirt of Dogs." <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even. I don't know what that means.
1: I had an idea to start. Mm. It was. Uh, sh- I think it was, a sweatsito, um, mm. uh Um sketch group but the whole thing was you had to wear a sweatshirt and um every sketch you were a very stereoty- stereotypical italian that's great but it was just you know you had to write
2: did you get sponsored by them i did yeah yeah yeah, that's yeah, yeah, big. yeah buddy i remember on facebook a year or two ago i was like let's just all be comfortable all the time <laughs> and then you instantly were like That's my, (laughs) I do that. (laughs) This is my life. Yeah. I actually, um,
1: I just signed on Sweatsito as a sponsor for the Icebreakers Comedy Festival. Oh, sweet. Do I get one? You do, sir. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. He's like, he's coming up. The guy who runs it, rich, fucking. The guy, the guy lives a good life. He's coming up for the fest. um, Yeah. And he's like, how about I just. we give everyone a voucher for free sweatsito. I It's like, fuck yeah,
2: let's do that. Oh my god. So I'm um... going to write the best set ever for that <laughs> show. I now I'm like inspired to work. I'm like, okay. You're going to you're going to be on
1: LOL, pal. You got to you got to put it out there, you yeah.
2: know. Yeah. No uh this is my impression of a ding dong <laughs> shooting an arrow <laughs> into the sky. Like I got no dicking around. Yeah.
1: Um but do you, uh, do, awesome. you do you dress comfortably in your life?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm wearing jeans right now, and even sometimes jeans—they're uh, hard to bend over in.
1: Yeah, they're very constricting.
2: Yeah, I'm—I feel like I'm cutting myself in half. I got
1: a pair of jeans I have not quite uh, worked in yet. Yeah, and they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're just too tight.
2: Yeah, see, these ones I've had for a while, so they're. Getting that sweatcito bend to them groove.
1: Then you wash them, and you got to start all over again. Yeah, I never
2: wash them. So yeah, if I feel like I have to, I rarely,
1: rarely, rarely wash jeans.
2: Yeah, me too. If I feel like I have to take a shit, I make sure I go to the bathroom. I heard, um, and not uh, in the jeans, so I have to wash them.
1: Somebody, uh, I forget where this. (laughs) It was there was a big article about not washing your jeans. um, Yeah, and somebody. It was in controversial. I think it triggered some yeah, yeah, people. In the article, um, <laughs> somebody said they, they put their jeans in the freezer to kill all the bacteria and shit. So I, I was like, I'm going to put my jeans in the freezer. And then it just like, I also used to keep my compost in my mm-hmm. freezer. <laughs> so it just like, my jeans just smelled like the compost. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up having to wash them. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, we uh, put
2: our babies' dirty, like, shit filled diapers in the compost. Yeah, it goes so right So then the my jeans would feel like sh- baby shit and I would get framed for having baby shit. Are diapers compost
1: compostable?
2: Uh I think so. You think so? You can probably <laughs> buy compo- compostable. Yeah. ones.
1: Compost? I, I make sure to buy the compostable <laughs> um doggy shit bags. Yeah. Same thing. Cuz uh, this baby wears it. This this woman at the uh, at the PetSmart, yeah. I was looking for the for the environmentally friendly ones. She goes, you know, you can get those cheaper at the dollar store. And I was like, yeah, Yeah. but they're not biodegradable. She's like, we're not all rich. I was like, okay, calm down.
2: (laughs) When my baby wears them, they're called, uh, they become combustible diapers. Combustible. Boom. They blow up with the poo-poo. Buddy,
1: write that down for icebreakers, okay? (laughs) I forgot what I said. (laughs) Alex recording. Writing it down. (laughs) Oh, yeah, give
2: this to me right before I go on stage. (laughs)
1: Are you, uh, you you working a lot doing comedy still? You were doing uh, Rumors last time we talked. I tried to get you in here.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Were you getting a lot of sets? Uh, yeah. I don't do yucks like you do, so I miss out on some of those sets. Mm-hmm. But I keep pretty busy. Um, I also do acting and writing gigs. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah.
1: I see your face all over the
2: place. Sorry on uh, yeah. the
1: first episode of uh, Tall Boys. Yeah.
2: I'm not a tall boy, but I they squeezed me in. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> Uh, that was cool. That was directed by... Scott McCullough. No, Bruce McCullough. Bruce McCullough. Yeah, you I got two kids. Scott, yeah, you just come by day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I did that the other day, and now it's in my head, I guess. That's okay. Plus, I'm pretty stoned right now. Too. You so, are? Yeah, I was. Uh, I had my dog at the dog park, and it uh, gets boring just standing there. Yeah, up. this is weird.
2: Uh, I was kind of like, maybe they'll offer me a beer. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can <laughs> definitely do that. Do really? 100%. <laughs> yes,
0: I do. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him a beer, Let Alex. me get
2: my brain a little... F- <laughs> scrambled too. Are you, uh, you're not a pot I don't smoke guy, as eh? much as you, but I do a little bit, yeah. yeah. But I got to admit, I don't normally eat, um, the cookies we get sometimes. Uh, that stuff, I'm a little like, I, I don't know. I ate
1: an edible the other night, yeah. Um, I was given a chocolate bar, um, by, yeah. um, uh, you know, Meg McGuire, uh, yeah. from Second City, her and her husband, Jeff Blackburn, very talented artist. Hmm. They gave me, uh, some edibles, uh, for having them up at the cottage. Mm, maybe and maybe I, I don't know one, Meg
2: McGuire. Maybe I do, yeah. I op- she's
1: a stage manager at uh, Second City.
2: Oh, maybe I just met her. Maybe. Was Who she knows? working JFL 42?
1: Yes, I think so, maybe. Yeah. Probably. Okay. If it was at Second City, mm-hmm. then I'm thinking, yeah. Um, Sorry. Routing so they give me the a story. chocolate bar, and I open it up, and it's like, uh, it's like a Kit Kat with like three bars. Yeah. So uh, I'm like, okay, I guess one bar per go. Mm-hmm. And I ate one. Awesome. Thanks. I ate one, and then I... Uh, Turned on a movie and I didn't get through the opening credits, so I passed out about half hour before this edible even kicked in, and um, so I just uh, I just slept through the uh, whole high. It was nice. A little sleep on the couch Real until uh, the morning.
2: Oh yeah. She, until the morning.
1: Oh yeah. It was. It was. Uh, this was Friday night. I did this and I slept then I should on the do edibles. For, I slept on the couch for 12 hours. Did not wake up.
2: That's amazing. It
1: was great. I got a basement that has no windows. You probably
2: lived a whole life in your dreamland. land. <laughs>
1: you, you, you dream fucked up things when you eat edibles and go to bed. Yeah. It's, uh, Do you remember any of it? Nah, man. But it's like you wake up with this weird feeling of like, what the fuck just happened? Like it's a, it's a roller coaster <sighs> sometimes. How's that moose head tasting?
2: I love it, dude.
1: Yeah, a big <laughs> beer guy. I I could never. I cut
2: it out for a long time, but now I don't give a shit. I just I... I, now I'm like I miss beer so much that I'll just try to exercise and eat less so I can still have it's, some beer. It's fucking That's you know great. Right? That's great. Yeah. I
1: um like I would hate to get to the point in my life where I can't drink anymore. Like. I, that like, sounds the no, liquor like store I, just heard you no say like I, I get to the point where they're like hey, where i just gotta shut it off because i need to have yeah. like a beer like every now and again you just, cut out like, a
2: bunch of beers before your wedding and then dropped a bunch of weight <laughs> but did you just go for it after that um so the pictures look good I, no no i don't know a I mean, lot of people a, do that
1: I, I, I there's a lot of stress or you don't you don't you want your listeners to, to know wedding? you're married no, I don't know. I just sucked it in for the pictures. She was a guest. There's a couple we didn't publish where it says you catch my side profile. Yeah. But no, I just I love I tried
2: the best I could for my wedding too, but it's still I love
1: having a beer. Just like Yeah. Uh, it's not about getting drunk. Mm. It's like just set like a pint of beer after work or something. You go to a go to your local pub. Mm. Especially just... after a hard day of work. Yeah. In the sun? Yeah, you know. Yeah. On the roof? You been you been, uh, been shoveling all day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shoveling coal? <laughs> But it's it's a nice, refreshing drink, and uh, I I, I just don't ever want to do it to excess that I can't do it anymore. That's what I'm trying to say.
2: You heard it here first on the Potato Files. Beer is a nice, refreshing drink.
1: It's fucking delicious, (laughs) man. I'm looking at yours right now going, I told myself I wasn't going to drink today. Uh, So did I. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what I did today,
2: too? I I went swimming in the morning Mm -hmm. uh, at this gym near my house and then got a massage. Oh, nice. So I'm like kind of... It's a regular day. I should be working, and now it's kind of vacation-y.
1: But was uh, was the swim... Were you swimming laps, or you just... I was swimming laps. Doing
2: cannonballs. No, and- I was like... <laughs> yeah, I was trying to exercise. Okay. I did it for real. I'd swam laps and t- tread water. All right. And then I have, like, a lower back issue right now, so the massage was functional as well.
1: There you go. You know? and it feels good. So you reward yourself with a beer. Mm. Alex, you got another one of those?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'll see what I can draw up.
1: Look at this guy, eh?
2: <laughs> I saw your liquor cabinet, too. It's okay if we have to move on to the other stuff. I <laughs> would. Do you like hard liquor? Though? I'm going to do the altar right after this, and I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, man. But it is weird. how I've entered a cocktail phase, right? You kind of like, I, I will do gin and sodas. I will do a scotch on the rocks. But really, if I, if, if hanging out with friends or going out somewhere, a nice cocktail, like... You know, I, liked... I was
1: down in Chicago a couple weeks ago, and uh, we were uh, we we had some fancy cocktails. But it was like, mm-hmm. drinking old fashions. They had an old you fashion. You in Chicago, did you say? Yeah. Cool. Uh, they had an old fashion. Uh, it was an old fashioned with CBD oil. Yeah. And it was called The Medicine Man. So Look I was taking this. CBD oil.
2: oil. Was eh? it good? Pardon? Oh, that's from JFL 42. Though. Yeah, probably. That's yeah. what it was
1: Was it? Is this sponsor beer? Oh. No, no. Never
2: sleeps. Networked. Did you guys do a
1: live yeah, podcast? I'm just saying. He got, he got a moose head. I got a bose. Uh, uh.
2: No, we did not do uh, any podcasting at JFL this year. Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. Can I go back and say one thing about the stand up? Because we kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. jumped ship. Uh, where I'm at with stand up too is like, I will go to cities and produce my own show. I'm <laughs> trying to do more. Like, for example, I'm doing Heckler's in a month but then the mix is gone so i'm kind of screwed for vancouver now so what i'm doing is graham clark helped me book a big show there and then i'll just sell tickets in advance and then i'm kind of doing uh when i'm not doing rumors i'm doing one of mike green's shows and uh it's like two shows one night at this place um i got a guy in ottawa that brings me out there got people in edmonton so i kind of keeping busy i try to do that i really am a huge proponent for people being being able to promote themselves yeah, yeah, as yeah. an individual it's, comic. I, I want to... Yucks was super invaluable. You can't deny that. It was awesome. But I feel like um I, I'm always going to be chipping away at being like, come see Chris Locke at such and such theater or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 So I'm trying to do that more. I, uh, I want to
1: start a uh, tour that's based around my cottage, like just the north, <laughs> and then just... Yeah. Just go back to my cottage each night and just like have these satellite <laughs> shows that I just drive out to like
2: I feel like Tyler chose that career like 10 years ago.
1: Um well no this is just a <laughs> Or he's from there.
2: He uh, lives yeah, there. Yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. He's actually I talked to him about it and he's like yeah. I'll I'll get you some venues and I'm stuff. I'm sure. But um
2: I've never done that festival.
1: I did it. <laughs> What's it called? The Cottage Country Comedy yeah, Festival. Yeah, I did it um the uh the same night that the tragically hip were playing their last concert. Oh shit! That was broadcast live across Canada, like
2: <laughs> and in, on a screen in front of you. Buddy, bro. they didn't.
1: They didn't turn it off at the bar we were at. Oh, really? It was like yeah. it was still there, and it was. Uh, but uh, Nigel Grinstead had the line of the night. Yeah, uh, because there's like, it's a big room. Oh, maybe 20 I heard people. this
2: was CBC LOL taping too. Uh, no, no. Okay, uh,
1: serious was so. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe that's it. So I think Nigel it told was, me. Yeah, it was being broadcast on serious but yeah he dropped the line uh, goes, well, well, at least Gord's not the only one slowly
2: dying on a stage oh. tonight <laughs> God. that's awesome he's the he's one, i think he's the sharpest comment. Yeah, He's very very sharp that's only insane. getting sharper only getting sharper
0: mm-hmm. all right no, he's got uh, <laughs> he's got i own, think i'm super own... funny
2: i think i'm super quick in the moment but for a st- Classic stand up style stand up. Nigel is He's got his own the dialogue, best. man. Uh-huh. And it's like yeah.
1: Like it's 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 something else to watch. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Him Campbell as well. Yeah. They, they got this weird Who? Jarrett Campbell.
2: Oh yeah, Jarrett's amazing. Like it's yeah, this yeah. weird, oh, like
1: better.
2: just All right.
1: It's the the <laughs> They you got too, like... Chris. Okay, you are only getting better. <laughs> yes, Jeff They both have like the too. gift of gab. That like it's just yeah. unreal. Like the the, I know. the takes they have on things. And like, just, one of my favorite How shows. they say it, and you're just like, okay, that's fucking. Nuts. Yeah, Good I know
2: Tyler, you. if you're listening. I know he thinks I'm super funny, but maybe he thinks I'm too weird for the cottage country.
1: Maybe. Do you get a lot of that? People think you're too weird.
2: Uh, I don't know. I think that's an insecurity. That I have, because I'm born and raised in the city, mm-hmm. so yeah, more rural kind of venues. Maybe I get in my head thinking that they think that sometimes, but I don't know if it's a real or not. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, Because you, you've told me that you used to struggle on the road, like outside the city. like
2: Definitely. Like, when I did the one-nighters for Yucks, uh, the hit rate wasn't good, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But I was also a different comic back then. That was a, kind of a long time ago. But yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. If you went and rocked a Legion Hall, it's... Uh, this weekend, you know, you could probably turn it
2: around. I definitely think it's a different time now. I think I was definitely a younger comic at those mm-hmm. those times. But, 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 yeah, especially back then, I definitely got in my head being like, I'm an uh, artsy city guy. They're going to fucking see right through me. Yeah. But I think that I, instead of my material being weird, my, they just read that insecurity, like that lack of confidence. hmm Yeah.
1: Well, if uh, Tyler is listening... Which I'm sure he does. I have
2: more confidence. <laughs> <laughs> you almost said that
1: with confidence. <laughs> help me. <laughs> help me help you. Yeah.
2: I love cottages. <laughs> I you, do. I used to kneeboard. I'd go tubing. Kneeboard, I eh? think I slalom skied once.
1: Slalom skied? Yeah. What you is know, the th- slalom when you go between the things? It's
2: when you one uh, only use one ski. Oh. Yeah, man. Left foot in, uh, right foot in the back. What's that thing called where you got to like weave through the... Oh, are you talking about like actual slalom skiing on the hill?
1: Yeah, maybe, I guess. I don't know.
2: I think... Yeah, I've done that, too. My family was a big ski family.
1: Yeah? Yeah.
2: Well, let's get into... uh,
1: This is what the potato file is all about. I don't want to get real. No, we got to get real. (laughs) You said you grew up in the
2: city? I love potatoes.
1: (laughs) I thought there'd be chips. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I grew up well yeah, I was born at the uh hospital on like I'm gonna just say it. The woman's hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but my mom was a woman, all right? I'm a big tough <laughs> macho man.
0: <laughs> sure
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so funny to me. I don't know. <laughs>
2: on university, you know, whatever, all the hospitals are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then lived in the beaches area for about, till I was about seven. And then Etobicoke, like okay. Royal York, Blue area. Kind of near where Kate Trev. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Where he lives now, he bought a condo out there. He did? Yeah, he's out on, um, you know, there's like new condos out past, like the, just on the other side of the river. There's like that walking bridge. oh into he that little neighborhood he lives down there yeah he's in a condo like by area. the link um yeah I guess that's nice I don't know I could find out his exact address and we could broadcast it on Never Sleeps Network
2: yeah he's got some fans eh
1: yeah 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 he's doing good he's doing good yeah good for him we shall be doing
2: good eh yeah so I grew up around there he- yeah I'm doing good too where well, everyone's doing
1: good <laughs> I saw you on the CBC last week Tall Boy
2: I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I've got two lines in that.
1: Yeah, it was good. And it, you, 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 I got some on. lines
2: coming up in a working moms episode too.
1: Oh, you are a busy man on the old CBC.
2: Yeah, I love CBC <laughs> and <laughs> cottages. <laughs> yeah. CBC, would you like to do a show at a cottage? <laughs> do you do CBC stuff? You do the LOL. I
1: um, I I produce. Do you do them. debaters. I produce the LOL shows, but I you do. I've never done one.
2: I'm excited. Thank um, you for having me. No,
1: it's going to be fun. I haven't had you back there since that huge embarrassing failure, which was the Clock Tower Comedy
2: Festival. But, oh right, it was different. But it was a summertime thing we tried. I loved that. Like, I know you. it was hard for you because it was like a new thing you were trying, mm-hmm. but we all partied hard and had big laughs. Yeah, we went on the jet boat. Oh my God. <laughs> that was so fun. <laughs> Yeah, we we partied. We went on the jet boat, and I also remember the one show I did, or I don't know if I did one or two, but it was great. The people that were there were laughing and having a great time. Mm -hmm. It
1: was just uh, it's summer's hard, man. It's uh, there's so much other shit going on. Yeah, it's uh, like that's why my Winterfest is so good because there's nothing going on.
2: Yeah, it's like it makes sense. It's like the most exciting thing. Hey, let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, when I uh, barely graduated high school. Um, I didn't have a good enough grade to get to university. I was like a guy that skipped class all the time. Oh, buddy, I was a horrible high school student. Big pothead. Yeah. But you kind of know this. like We crossed paths in high school. Yeah, my dad lived in Niagara-on-the-Lake for a while, and uh, I went to Niagara District for half a year. Now closed. Yeah, I know. I had to upgrade some uh, OACs because... Uh, the, kid,
1: the kids these days don't even know what the OAC know. is. They just call it grade 13.
2: Yeah. Victory lap. Basically, if you're a kid listening right now, <laughs> we used to graduate high school at the age of 21. <laughs> 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 yeah. But like, so yeah, I, I washed dishes in the buttery and I think I got fired. Um, yeah.
1: But the buttery is now corks. Hmm. Where yeah we uh, we do the shows I know and uh, I remember you being in there you're like I used to work here.
2: yeah it was really <laughs> tripping me out because one time I canceled work and I said no, my uncle died and then uh, and uh, we got I got to do that and then when I go to work the next time they're like how's they like looking between like sarcastically like how's your uncle's funeral (laughs) and i was seriously just like i don't know it was weird i didn't know him that well you know (laughs) i didn't fucking try hard at all Uh, but isn't the another big cook or dishwasher there i think he's a buddy or is maybe or he was like what's his name i forget he he had like some brothers i don't know like big guy huge big guy I was it danilock i don't know john daniluk i'm sure you know him anyway oh
1: big will balishuk
2: yeah i think that yeah, yeah big tim i think he worked there will or tim yeah. i knew one of them yeah big,
1: big tim i think big tim knows you. uh he's yeah. uh he helps me uh, he's one of my partners in yeah. icebreakers
2: yeah i met him during clock tower yeah yeah yeah. but i can't remember if it was him or did he have a brother that worked at the body? yeah fat willie yeah yeah
1: and uh yeah, yeah so
2: i remember when i first started working there oh can i say this stuff sure yeah, yeah like go
1: ahead a lot of, a lot of cocaine, yeah, yeah that was but, de-
2: but I was definitely Willie, but I was like a kid, <laughs> and I was just a I was just a stoner at the time, like weed. Mm-hmm. And he was like, do you do you do you smoke weed? I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. He's like, uh acid cocaine and i was like this is already going too fast for me <laughs> i just uh, you know what i mean but i he was so friendly and awesome nice yeah yeah yeah, man good, uh, good I, uh, I had some
1: good times with all fat willy me and um, me and tim the tim's my age and we're 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 best of buddies yeah I okay his, i stay at his house every year for christmas we have a good time that's awesome he owns a paddleboard company in niagara works 56 days a year
2: yeah, that's wicked. <laughs>
1: He's uh, living the life. That's
2: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good scene out there. I mean, I was kind of disconnected, you know? I was like, didn't yeah, didn't he... want to be there because I was like sad because I got basically kicked out of my house here, you know?
1: Yeah, and I had to go live with dad in the small town. A big yeah, city kid in the small town. Kind of a
2: town. strange dad, too, you know? Oh, like, okay. You know, so it's like, oh, it was awkward. But how did I'm, you know? I matched up with Kendrick.
1: Yeah, how did you know Jeff Kendrick?
2: Just from going to class and like us, oh, you cle- met him there. Yeah, clearly looking at each other and be like, "Hey, two outsiders." Yeah, yeah, because who smoke weed and he had like weed all the time.
1: And he had, uh, he had not gone there. Like he was doing the same thing you were. He he, he was got going kicked there. out
2: of like a private school. Yeah, and he <laughs> had to go
1: finish like get his diploma or whatever.
2: Are we allowed to say all this stuff?
1: Nobody listens. Hey, <laughs> what's up? I think Alex actually left. Oh yeah. Yeah, he said he was going to leave and go pick up his wife, but I thought he would say goodbye first. But...
2: Well, let's go get some beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he probably put a lock on the fridge.
2: His lock, like... <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, well. so that's like, we weirdly like, kind of partied in the same vicinity, although I didn't party too hard there. I mostly just went to Kendrick Kendrick's house and like smoked weed and stuff.
1: Um, yeah, that nice house on the old Niagara River.
2: They yeah, sold and it. then I had an old buddy that I grew up with, weirdly... Placed for a job in St. Catharines at the same time. So we drove. Jeff had a Volvo, like this S70 yep. car. It was I was sick. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember that car. We drove it to um, yeah, St. Catharines all the time and partied at Big Buck's. Big Bucks. I <laughs> remember Big Bucks. <box. laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, I didn't really party with a lot of the district kids as much as I should, but I mm-hmm. I think I did a few times. There was that guy who drove, like, the Jeep all the time. Paul Harbour. Yeah, he was nice. Yeah, I remember he, him being a nice guy. Um, he's the, the winery owner that we went to. Yeah. The winery. Oh yeah, and we had fucking like what did we have?
1: We had like ribs and shit. It was God a big damn. summer feast. And that like that coleslaw
2: they made in there. Was... What a crazy ass world, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Small, small world, eh? Yeah, you grew up in a good place. Yeah, it's fun,
1: man. I, uh I. Uh... So your dad doesn't live there anymore.
2: No, he moved to Prince. O- He's out there, guy. He moved to Prince Edward Island, and then he actually passed away three years ago. Wow. So yeah. I'm glad I brought that up. Uh, um, no, it's you- okay. He'll probably come back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said you were estranged from. Well, let's get back to the beginning. You, uh- yeah, it's
2: like okay. So one of like when I was born in the beaches, he was with my mom, and mm-hmm. then around two, they divorced. You got any siblings? So we were still in the beaches until I was about seven. But then when I moved to Etobicoke... Yeah, I have two half sisters. This is too intimate. <laughs> this I is usually the potato tell files. jokes and just say dumb things. Yeah. Two half sisters. Everything with you your say gets sealed into a potato. <laughs> <laughs> You're Ruffin the potato in <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shot at the moon. Yeah. Yeah, so I got I grew up with one half sister. with like my stepdad and mom. And my stepdad is like my dad. Like he's been around yeah. since I was like 3, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I got, uh, I got a
1: stepmom. She's uh, she's been there for long enough. And that's me. mom, right? Like she I I still call her Kathy, but oh, she's really? like uh okay. so, yeah. um I still have a mom. When um, they got married but, when but I was 5, they were like This woman has been in my life long enough that like she's a part of my life. Yeah. Yeah, good, when they were person. like
2: 5 or when I was 5 and they got re- married, they were like this is dad now. Case <laughs> closed. <laughs> so, you yeah. call him dad though?
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I called them both dad. It was weird. I met my stepmom when I was like
1: 15, so. Yeah. But it's that's, I don't know, 15. You what, met your what? Ago. My stepmom when I was 15. Yeah,
2: that's not the same. Yeah,
1: Yeah. so, but she's, I don't know, that was 25 years ago? Yeah, but I was An three. I get it, man. <laughs> you got a better connection with your step-parent than me, okay? My
2: stepdad would hold my dinky
0: <laughs> so my pee would go in the right toilet. See, that's, right that
1: would be weird as a stepdad.
2: He kept asking <laughs> to do it. <laughs> he insisted, yeah. I got, you know, you're not peeing it in the toilet right enough. <laughs> I'm just joking about that, anyone listening? Um, no one touched my What's
1: thinking. uh what, what what happened with mom and dad? They just un- incompatible. Dad's Opposites out there?
2: didn't attract after all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
1: they made you this perfect specimen. Yeah, they're
2: very different, but you have the things that I would say made them g- Apart, grow apart was the similarities, like both strong-headed, stubborn, yeah, independent thinking, like don't no one, no one's the boss of me type of people. So yeah.
1: when they split up, uh, you said when you eventually moved in with your dad in high school, mm-hmm. you said he was estranged at that time, or it was just so that just was a distance.
2: So that thing. was after I graduated at in Etobicoke, but not with the best. So it was like yeah. the It was like I did a second. Or I did like a, it's a... victory lap. Yeah, half semester in Niagara District. It was only half a year, too, so I didn't get to... I If I stayed for a whole year, I would have got to know y- you guys more. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, so I stayed there.
1: <laughs> I'm just wondering what happened with your dad. It was dad. a farmhouse
2: just down the street in Niagara District. <laughs> That's weird. What happened with your dad after? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: What? After him and your mom split. I'm wasted. <laughs> <laughs>
2: My dad stayed in actually the beaches until I was about fourteen. Okay. Yeah, and he remarried. But and did then... you have a
1: relationship with him? Yeah. But it's but like... you're calling stepdad dad. Yeah. Okay. Because
2: I was he was there twenty four seven, whereas I would see my real dad sporadically. Okay. And uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty unique individual. Well, I'm sorry I opened up these wounds. Yeah. I'm going to therapy on Thursday and they don't have microphones there. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: do you, do you are you regular at therapy?
2: Yeah. I was like on once and off week. about it, but it's better to be regular. You go once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Uh, no. You should. Yeah. It's good. I. Um... Here's the thing, when my first daughter, like I've always had weird, like insecure issues, like everybody, like anxiety, mm-hmm. all that BS. I mean, we're weird people. We mm-hmm. chose to be fucking clowns for strangers, as a you know, it's like there's something there. Yep. It's weird. It's but it's good. I still love it, but like. My first daughter was born in the uh, uh, end of March 2016. Uh, end of June 2016, my real dad, who we're talking about, died. Oh. And so there was a lot to handle all at once. And then I went and did Just for Laughs and a month after that. Yeah. And that's the first taping where my second joke, I totally stumbled over. You know, I think I was like hungover, I was in my head about like mm-hmm. I just was never I never knew how to clear my head really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was just a mess. And then I remember they're about to call me. Like I think it was like freaking I don't know, like finesse Mitchell hosting or something. And then I'm like freaking out. And then uh they call my name and I'm like, wait, I'm at just for laughs, about to do a <laughs> taping. You know, it's just like, that's how not connected to my brain I was at the time. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, a lot going on.
2: Yeah, and I went out and opened, okay, you know, like, they're, but so they're starting to get to know me. But I stumbled over th- the second joke. And then I just stopped and was like, ah, fuck this. I fucking <laughs> screwed it up. You guys saw that. Fuck, I'm doing it again. I don't give a shit. Come on. <laughs> and then I whipped them up, though, by yeah, doing yeah. that. Yeah. And then they were like, I guess I charmed them. And, like, they, they got that it was... I just told them it was real, and I. So then I reset and did the joke, and the rest of my set was fine. It was killer. It was fun, Mm -hmm. but nobody cares. That part was edited out. Nobody gives a shit. But in my head, I was fixated on like crazy. And then Tom Henry and Sarah Hennessy and I had this uh, mini tour we did a few years called uh, Autumn Jaunt. And so like that fall, like um, we're on the road, and all I'm. Talking about is insane anxiety and neurosis and all this shit. And both Tom and Sarah are used to going to, you know, therapy. So they mm-hmm. keep suggesting it to me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I will, I will. And I just think, yeah, I never dealt with anything. And then it still took me almost like three quarters of a year to finally go to therapy after like having friends tell me all the time. Mm-hmm. And then it's, yeah, it saved me. Do you see it as like, are you going for
1: a cure or? Are you just in it for the long haul?
2: Well, I feel like I could stop now and I would be okay. But I—I I think a problem is—is is I'm always kind of looking for a cure, a fix all, mm-hmm. and that's just not how life works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, but it, it's a good outlet now that like you're, there's a, you're in a better place, but you yeah. still
1: want, you still need that. Once there are a week things about output. you
2: that you know is an issue. But an obje- a professional objective observer, um, will help you catch the ruts that you get into, and the cycles, um, and help you keep chipping away at. So you do actually get better. You don't like change and become a perfect person or anything, but you do get better at being like, oh, I'm doing this again, and it doesn't mean much anymore. Whereas like a couple years ago, you would have fixated on it until your head exploded. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's helping you work out. Things in life. And I honestly think it makes you, like, I'm a family man too. So clearly it's made me b- be in the moment in a way more happy, positive way with my wife and kids. But also, like, it helps you be a better comic, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. you're 100% comfortable with who you are and you use it. You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of, like, trying to hide parts about you or trying to, yeah, I don't know, fandangle your mood until like I'm this type of person like when I was Mm. with yucks I felt like I was doing pretty well you know like headlining and and and, uh you know on the road a lot and I loved it you know but I think yucks I was almost being a different like I'd get into almost a different character when I got on stage you know and it kind of gets you past that kind of stuff too
1: no I see that because you
2: don't care anymore you're like I don't have to I don't have to pretend to be someone else for this giant group of people because um, they don't fucking know shit. <laughs> They're not thinking about me at all. I'm the only one that's creating the idea that I have to be this way. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's So I, you start realizing that a lot of the things that you project onto the world, you, like you made it up. It's bullshit. No one else fucking cares. And that kind of helps you relax a bit. That was I, a lot. No, that's good. <laughs>
1: that's good. I've, I've never felt the need for therapy. Like I don't... I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't have anxiety about things. Like I'm a pretty well-adjusted, happy guy most of the time. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it seems that I'll, way to me. I'll get in a mood every now and
2: again, but it's mm-hmm. not like, I don't know. There's nothing like. Yeah, that'll never go away. Everyone gets in mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't. Um, I don't know. You're a pretty happy, easygoing, also gregarious. Gentlemen,
1: I, I, um, I
2: think I don't think I was like that. I think I grew up living in my head, freaking out all the time.
1: I think I could have used therapy when I went through uh, my divorce with my first wife. Yeah, I was a complete fucking mess of a human being, but it was like I was a kid when we got together and pretty much a kid when we broke up still. Like, I was we got together, yeah. I was 20, and we we're seven years together, so it was like, yeah, I don't know, I was just having this crisis in my head of like. Like, I thought this was my my life, and now what the fuck do I do, you know? And I think I could have... That's crazy. I could have talked to somebody through that instead of talked to talk to my local bartender a lot, you know? Yeah. And I um I pretty much went on a fucking, like, six-year bender. Yeah. And I probably could have just went and talked to
2: somebody. Yeah, I think I met you around but, that time. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm just
1: like, there's nothing that fucking bothers me anymore. Like, I've... I, in my head, I and don't... and you're happily married. Yeah, and I you
2: constantly work as a comic.
1: Yeah, and I don't I don't dwell on things. I don't get fucking pissed off. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I try to live an easy fucking life. we like, we only got one. So, so
2: you're in the comedy. Oh, I just want to say this too. When you're a kid, when you're young, and you always want to marry the first pretty woman that has sex with you. Oh yeah. It it like mushes your brain. Yeah, yeah. You're like not yes. saying she
1: was my first but she was
2: but you a, know what i mean like
1: she was my first like long term like
2: i will keep having sex
0: with you <laughs> yeah it was like
1: it was like uh true love you got to try new things you know where yeah. like before that anytime you had sex you didn't know what the fuck you were doing and yeah. it was uh it was just like a, yeah,
2: missionary, and then you're like, should I go?
1: Yeah, yeah, and then you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I've already finished, and it's, <laughs> yeah, and then you don't ever talk to that woman again. I finished before I rang your yeah. doorbell, to be honest. But yeah, she was definitely the first one I that I like had a relationship with, and then you're just like, I, I, I oh, God, is, I acted like, my like my a fool
2: now. at that age, a fool.
1: Yeah, I wish I acted like a fool. Yeah, like,
2: I, I should have ran around and you know. Had a good time, but But I mean, like I did like have I'd fall in love too and be like, oh, What am I gonna do? I love this person so yeah, hard. Yeah. yeah. But and it, I should have been like And then hmm. I think after like I went through
1: all that shit, um like the my next big breakup um was I remember uh Erin that I was living with, um, that she also went to high school with us. We hooked up both after divorces and then uh we were living together for like a year, and when she broke up, I was like like oh well okay I guess this is the end of this it wasn't like a I don't know I I saw light at the end of the tunnel now you know like because yeah. the first time I'm like this is all I know this is I, I'll never recover from this yeah but then once you recover you're like oh this is just life
2: yeah you weirdly need to have your heart decimated a few times to like actually know how to <laughs> love <laughs> that sounds so cheesy how long you been with your wife um since we started fooling around together. December 2010.
1: Nice A little finger banging in the back room of the comedy bar. Yeah, right. uh? <laughs> that's the noise you make, eh? Shut up! <laughs> I love you,
2: but <laughs> yeah. And she's that's uh... the noise I make. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not even. Nothing's happening to me. I'm just using my fingers. Did she uh? do?
1: Uh, does your wife do comedy or just act?
2: Yeah. So like, oh man, you don't even don't, know. She no, was I've never the, met your wife. She was the, the the everybody's favorite comedian in the 2000s like she we we uh like stand-up no it was this kind of like it it sucks to say character stuff because when you think of character stuff you hate it and you're mostly right but she was (laughs) such a good funny writer and actor that it was just straight up about being silly and funny and like yeah so she started out in the early even before laugh sabbath we did uh weekly shows uh the this old bar that's not even around anymore called the oasis and uh, it on a show called righteous wednesdays and then that most of that crew stuck together and started laugh sabbath at the rivoli in like 2005 or 6 i think and so that was every sunday and that was our regular kind of ground to do stuff and okay. she just was like everyone's favorite she decimated me and my friend aaron eves had a uh a monthly show it was the first laugh sabbath or laugh sabbath show ever called uh, let's get hot and i hosted and aaron was my sidekick who played like an accordion on the side of the (laughs) stage and it was so fucking fun like nathan fielder was a regular on it kathleen my wife did a character called charlotte the harlot and uh my friend brian barlow who's in la now too uh did this uh whatever bad news brian and then we'd have other guests on it like uh local comedians around town and uh, like laugh sabbath comedians you ever
1: think of making the move to uh, L.A.?
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: You want to? or you? Yeah,
2: but I don't know. It's going to be hard because I don't now, want right? to like... I think for the next little while, because uh, I think I'm going to be good to go by the end of this year. Okay. Um, But I think I'm going to be a traveling salesman for a while type of thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I... I don't know. See if it works that way because I don't really want to... Are you my... going for your green card? Yeah. I kind of got a thing saying you're 01. Dip in and out. I already got. It said, I apparently am approved. I just have to wait for the interview. Oh shit! Nice. Uh, Can I say that? Probably won't. Maybe now I jinxed it. I don't know. You
1: fucked it up, man.
2: Yeah. Um, and that's okay. You getting you
1: getting that, then your wife gets it.
2: Um, Automatically, yeah. Yeah. Okay. My whole family. My kids can act in commercials if they want. Fuck yeah! Put Weedabix. them to work. eh? Hey? Put them to work. Kids still eat Weedabix, are, right? <laughs> <laughs> are you? Uh, are you gonna? Are you trying to get your kids into the biz? No, but they're both already so funny. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause uh, we just we don't put around. them up
1: for like kids auditions or anything. No. That's good. I don't know. No. Well, whatever. Let them grow up and make their own choices. Yeah, exactly.
2: But I feel like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like actually thinking about it You're like hey
1: we if could actually make some money on mm. this do you worry about mm. the security of this business like especially if you got two but kids that's
2: what i wanted to bring up earlier like how do you not have anxiety about the ups and downs of this business in general
1: uh because i have a day job at ctv
2: oh i didn't know that i got a career buddy i didn't freaking know that yeah
1: yeah 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 I, uh, I you got- keep
2: that on the deal no, not really. Oh, really? What is it?
1: I um, uh, I just fucking put commercials on the log for CTV Atlantic. How long have you been doing that? Uh, longer than comedy, going on fifteen years.
2: I never knew that. Yeah,
1: I, I, I was. I've had this job since I started comedy, and I just made. That's it.
2: why you're well adjusted. Yeah, because you I, have a well adjusted paycheck.
1: Yeah, it's it's it's. I like the security, but I don't have yeah. kids to worry about. I have myself to worry about, yeah. and I like the security. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like, I like. I have pension. I have benefits, and it's I don't know. It's nice to do have. Do You guys want to have kids? No, we don't. We just got a dog.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: But um, no, the, the the day job's easy, and it's fucking Monday to Friday, nine to five. Doesn't get in my way. I can still tour. I got like
2: right there at Queen and John.
1: No, I got to go to Scarborough.
2: Ah, uh, do you um, drive?
1: Yeah, but I uh, that's the hardest part of my day is getting to work.
2: So you have stress driving. Yeah.
1: Yeah. that's it and um i don't know some days i get home and i'm just like i just crack a beer and smoke a joint and i'm like okay i'm better now yeah but uh yeah that's i don't know it's that's easy and bad. i got like i got six weeks vacation a year so it's i go on tours and shit
2: sometimes it's, i want to quit everything and go like f- find a way to live in the woods
1: me too i have a place to live i just need a income stream really well i got my dad's cottage up there but i would uh definitely live in the woods. Yeah. But the thing is, it's boat access, so you can't go
2: there in the winter. <laughs> oh, this is the cottage that everybody goes to all the time.
1: Tiger McJackson videos? You ever watch those? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where,
2: like, a lot of Ian's jokes come from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kids always writing. Uh, I know. <laughs> you ever eat mushrooms with Ian Gordon? No. It is the most fun you'll ever have. Okay. Just to, like...
2: I've done everything else, I think. Just... Yeah.
1: Do you Have you ever done mushrooms?
2: Uh, Yeah, but not for a long time. Not since I was, like... The last time I did it, I was 19 or 20. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I I, want to do it again. I took a big, big chunk
1: of time off and then got back into them. I was like, why didn't I ever fucking. why did I stop? They're just. They're fun. Yeah. But I'm just. I just remember laughing my ass off like this. I'm a laugher. I sit back and I let the night happen. I laugh. Ian is a fucking ranter. And he just like. And it just keeps going. It's just like crazy stream of thought that you don't know where it's coming from. He's super smart. He's very, very smart, but he says some hilariously dark shit when we're high on mushrooms. Yeah, and he's uh, he's yeah, he doesn't
2: think much of humanity, but it's really funny. It
1: gets fucking crazy. I mean, I don't
2: even think you could call it humanity (laughs) at that point. Yeah, (laughs) I know. But yeah, no, I, uh, I definitely like talk shit with him for a long time. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Juan Gordon. Yeah, me too. Okay, we've been in the he, car together for long periods of time too, like driving to Montreal and mm-hmm. Ottawa and places like that.
1: He he likes yeah. to uh, he likes to burn and drive too, eh? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. He's a good road gig buddy for sure. Yeah, no, we've uh, big I, laughs. I think
1: we've only been as far as Kitchener together. But uh, yeah, big big fan. I had him on Icebreakers last year. Yeah, he, uh He opened for my album recording. Amazing. Mm-hmm. He's uh.
2: Yeah, he's such a nice, going like, to be a dad soon, eh? I know. He's going to be bringing his kid over to play with your kid. I know. He, like, drove me home from the comedy bar one night recently, or in the summer. And I was like, sure, man. I don't, like, didn't really need a ride, but I'll take it. Let's hang out with Ian for a sec. Then he starts telling me all about how he's going to be a dad, I'm like, I see. <laughs> I see. You needed to tell another dad uh, like that. You're fucked.
1: Yeah, I, um... <laughs> S- somebody It'll be a great day. Somebody let it slip Talking to me And I was like What the fuck did you just say? Yeah I, was, I thought that was common knowledge
2: You know what? I, I blew it with Jarrett Because I was ta- Walking down the street With Jarrett And uh, Yeah He's like Yeah Ian's got something coming up I don't know and I'm like, yeah, he's gonna be a dad, eh? And he's like, what? He's <laughs> like, because like, he was gonna have him. Ian wanted to meet up with him like tomorrow, <laughs> like the next day. So Jared knew something was up, but he didn't. I yeah, know, yeah. I was like, right.
1: that's so funny because I uh, uh, somebody let it slip to me, and I'm like, what the fuck did you just say? Mm-hmm. And, then, and I didn't say nothing. I was like, what the fuck? And then um, Michelle had uh, backed out of going to the cottage, and Ian came solo on yeah. Canada Day weekend. Yeah, and then. Uh, and then I found out after. I was like, oh, that's why she didn't come up. Because she doesn't want... like she's still in the phase she where you, you don't want anyone to tell. Like, you, you don't want to tell mm. anyone yet. And, um, you can't party. Yeah, you can't party.
2: And everyone's yeah. like, why aren't you drinking, you know? She didn't want to face those questions. That's the thing. Like, Kathleen and I just, after three years or something, started smoking weed together again now. Because Claire's not really breastfeeding anymore. Mm-hmm. But it was like three years of... Because Kathleen... She's not. A, she. She just. She likes nice, casual yeah, yeah. tokes off the joint before bed. It's End up. of the
1: night. It's a nice, uh, nice way to. We you have a nice down. balcony
2: on our place in High Park, and so sometimes You're we'll doing very well for yourself. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's very nice. There's ev- there's a stool everywhere. I never have my feet on the ground. <laughs> and uh, we'll have a nice couple of cocktails and some weed, and it's like once the kids go to bed, and it's like so freaking nice. You mm-hmm. know? So we're back finally after like three years, and, and I got government weed. Really? Why? I know some people are like cool, and some most real hardcore stoners are like. It's like fourteen no. bucks a gram, isn't it? Um, I paid forty bucks for a half quarter. It's ten dollars too much. All right, sounds good. You're getting ripped off. I'll, I'll talk to You're your getting guy. Getting ripped off.
1: Yeah, my guy. Uh, my guy uh, can be found at the Underground every Wednesday for Dope My Comedy. My guy's got some nice boobs <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah that person is the one that like was giving me shit about government stuff
1: it's it's um i don't know man it's just it's shitty weed and shitty packaging i hate the packaging this i think has- i was just
2: being like lazy but it's still weird because you still got to wait like so long like i like nick beaton's joke about it or it's like when you feel like getting high two to six weeks <laughs> later <or> whatever <laughs> i was like, doing that for-
1: Niagara falls uh these like Americans were like, where do we get the weed? I was like, well, you should have come here a couple weeks ago and started a post like a PO box. Yeah, because it's fucking you can't buy weed. It's so. Fuck. It's not cool. It's, it's it's all right now, but there's so many still so many towns that don't have stores and like yeah won't have stores. Niagara Lake is said they won't put a store in. That you know?
2: was nuts how they were putting those giant blocks to blockade the... Uh, yeah, and then they
1: were just selling dope in front of the blocks. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, okay, well ju- we'll just uh, take your day and we'll come back here in two hours and we'll give you some weed. Yeah. It was just, uh, I don't know. They, I think it was all fucked up. It's all botched, whatever. Yeah. Buy your government weed, pay your tax. It's okay? not bad, to be honest. Yeah, well, it's
2: good? I know, like, so-and-so was saying it's... But it's ba- it wasn't bad. All right. I'm, we're just, like, nice little chill Indica people.
1: Nah, you know, end of the night, put it down yeah, In
2: I the should couch. do I would love to have a nice sativa sunny day walk through the park though but I was doing CBD oil to help me sleep more too, deal with like anxiety and stuff like that, but then uh, Jackie told me, you know, Pirico told yep. me CBD oil her doctor was like, what's going on with your liver, are you taking something different or something, and then I read some articles too, and the, apparently they just started publishing articles this summer about there is a correlation between CBD oil and like weird liver. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because it's, it, it's
1: so new, we gotta f- figure out what it fucks up for. No, know. You know? we're like
2: guinea pigs. It was. I knew it was too good to be true. See, all these
1: vapors are dying now. Yeah, but who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's. I can't. You like, knew it was done. I can't right stress away. how stupid people look when they vape.
2: But what do you think? Is it? Can you still die from vaping weed though? Or is it just these like Well, it depends what you Is it that liquid? It's weed?
1: the the liquids that are killing people. Like I've got Good. I've got a I mean, weed vaporizer that I just use at the underground
2: since the smoking Yeah, cuz didn't we use that one vaporizer with fucking at Bebenex old place in the beaches one time? Yeah, it's a Pax. That was the smoothest high I've ever felt in my life.
1: What well what that is? That's you put you put weed in the thing. And it just, it cooks the weed inside. I love that. And I've got one of those that I use at the Underground. Yeah, because that's not what they're it, talking about, right? No, no. It, they're those, like, e-liquids and shit. That, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't even like the... Blueberry smoke. I don't even like the cannabis liquids. Like, uh, when I was in Chicago, um, guy I was staying with, he was like, here, take my pen for the day. Yeah. Because I was just do- bouncing around doing tourist stuff. And I just, every time I took a hit off it, I'm like, there's something not right about this thing, you know? Yeah. And um, but yeah, I like I like the dry herb vape. I'll do that. And it's you you're not blowing a big cloud of fucking vaporizer. Yeah. These assholes, you see them walking down the street, it's just this big cloud around them. Like you look fucking stupid.
2: Yeah, and I think it's weird now that everybody's dying, and you can still see people like super addicted to their vapes, like they can't just throw them in the garbage.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's a fucking toy. Put it away. Yeah. I don't know. Did you ever smoke cigarettes?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for a long time. Ten years from like 15 to 25. I was like a big smoker, especially like in my 20s to 25 or so. I was uh, a pack a day. And then uh, I quit cold turkey because I was poor as shit. I was like selling (laughs) CDs to buy packs of cigarettes. Um, But then also I would lose my voice for like two weeks in the winter. I would uh, just constantly coughing and hacking up phlegm. And I was like in a terrible shape. My, If you see pictures, of, I look older when I was 26 than I do now. Like I had like a gray face. <laughs> and then uh, right before I got, uh, like, oh, yeah, we didn't say this part of the story of Kathleen and I. We were just friends, mutual friends that were always in different relationships. So we never thought of each other mm-hmm. that way um, in the Laugh Sabbath scene and the comedy scene. And then in 2010, I was in this long-term relationship with someone where the spark had gone out a very long time ago, but we were still living together, so it was, like, yeah. weird, you know, kind of. And uh, great person, though, but, like, this just yeah, clearly just... wasn't a happening relationship. Mm-hmm. Didn't even see each other, you know, and we lived together. <laughs> and uh, so I think I got – I started having – and Kathleen s- smoked. And I started, we started hanging out, and then that's when stuff happened between us. But me and the person had already broken sure, up. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs>
1: We're not here to judge you. It's totally you true. found
2: the one, all right? You, you, you got to cheat on somebody
1: when no, you find the one. I, I never
2: it. cheated on her. <laughs> but it was close. Something happened between Kathleen and I like two weeks after we broke up. So mm. that was like the closest craziness yeah. ever. But... Anyways, I started carrying together with a cigarette, eh? That's it. We were just like for the first like few months, she had this apartment up at Saint Clair and Oakwood, and it was just like party zone. Like we would just drink fucking tons of gin all night, <laughs> and it was like one of the hardest winters ever. Like giant piles of snow everywhere, and it was like kind of romantic. We'd just be alone in her apartment, uh, drinking gin, listening to tunes, and smoking, leaning out the window, looking at all the snow <laughs> and stuff, and. You know those days Like just having sex Like three to five times a day Having a good time Yeah it was the best So then But then You know three months into it I'm like I'm actually I have a pack of cigarette In my pocket All the time And I'm smoking by myself I'm just a fucking smoker again now. Yeah, It's yeah, not yeah. just about drinking
1: Yeah I remember I was uh, <clears throat> I quit in college I was like three years Into quitting And then it was like I'll smoke when I drink And then it was like Oh, let's have a beer so I can fucking light up a smoke, and then yeah. uh, and then it turned into I was working one day. I was working for the city of London because I was out, uh, living yeah. out there. If
2: you have a smoke, I'll have one. <laughs> I don't have one.
1: <laughs> but this guy, uh, I remember he said to me, he goes, "He, are you like, we're driving around in the fucking work truck, and he pulls out a smoke for himself. Then he kind of he just passes the empty pack to me, you know, that like hand over, and he just goes, want a bullet?'" <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I kind of do actually. And then I was like, smoked it. And I was like, okay, I smoke now again. And yeah. Then, and then I was like, hardcore fucking smoker until um, April 4th, 2010. Wow. So it'll be in April this year, it'll be 10 years. Yeah. I it, and I haven't
2: had a puff. So like, check this out. That March or April of 2011, I realized I was smoking hardcore again. It wasn't just party time and then i quit cold turkey again using what i learned you know whatever um, <laughs> years li- earlier six years six or seven years earlier but guess what uh so kathleen's dad just passed away um this summer uh, about you know a month ago mm-hmm. and her sisters smoke a lot and so we went out and we were having a beer and just took one of their cigarettes because it was just a dark sad time yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just felt right JFL forty two, for no reason whatever, hanging out with like Graham K and and uh, uh fucking Elliot and Jackie and on them just had a cigarette again. So I think I'm. I Don't think i Don't let I'm, yourself slip, man. I think that's what's happening. You know, you start being like, I can have one. And well, not that's have the one whole again.
1: thing. It was that's why when I and then quit, you start
2: dreaming about smoking. Oh, I
1: I still have smoking dreams. Yeah, it's been almost ten years. I still have smoking dreams. But yeah, my whole thing was when I quit, I was like, it's got to be zero because I yeah. know. Do you have an odd cigar? I've I've smoked a bunch of cigars, See, but I too. haven't done that in about five years.
2: See, I'll still have an odd cigar with a friend. I'll whatever. still do it
1: if it's like if it's there, but it's not like something I crave or anything. Yeah, I don't crave, um, cigars, but I do. So. I smoke fucking weed every day. Yeah. So that's I'm getting my smoking fixation. Yeah. But even if it, like if I hit a joint, somebody rolled with tobacco. As soon as that tobacco hits me, I'm like, no nah, man, I can't, I can't. But
2: weed is better because it makes your brain better. Well, it just <laughs>
1: it gives you. It gives you something. Cigarettes just make you stink. At least, yeah, it's weird. At least weed, you're high and you can fucking deal with things better. I gotta
2: tell you, so this was like fucking three a.m. on, uh, yeah, Friday of JFL forty-two, outside the comedy bar. Like I said, a bunch of people out there smoking, and every comedian smokes. It's insane. (laughs) You you wouldn't know that it was like not the seventies. I've
1: I've seen it getting less and less common.
2: Maybe it's just my group. I feel like it's getting more, but maybe maybe it's because I've had so many years off. Like I'll just do the show and then go home because I'm like a tired ass dad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, every now and then I still pull some late nights and yeah. But anyways, I gotta say, I fucking loved having that cigarette. No doubt. I loved man. it. I remember we had a <laughs> I'm gonna have one. I'm gonna smoke.
0: I'm in, I'm in. <laughs>
1: Um, no, nah, you
2: don't. Have, but I say to Graham too, I'm like, no, I can't go down this slippery slope because, uh, you know, I'm a dad and shit. Yeah. And then, gotta... but then Graham goes, yeah, like no dads ever smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh,
1: but I think it's just um, more of like the health and shit if you're a dad you got two kids and you're gonna spend 10 bucks 12 bucks a day
2: there's so many other i know it's just to add to like health scare issues i have yeah yeah, yeah. you know i'm a bad boy it's
1: dude i i just (laughs) like as an ex-smoker i just see it as it's the stupidest thing yeah you can do and it it boggles my mind when i still see people doing it yeah like what's like why
2: it is dumb
1: but I, I get it because I was there. But I just, like, once you're out, you're like, fucking don't go back in.
2: Have you ever met Jackie's husband, Elliot? No. Oh, yes, I did. He's a yes, tall, yes. cool British guy. Yeah. And he's just like, you want one, Chris? And I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Like, that was just so cool. I've been drinking and, like, killed some shows. So my <laughs> egos are like, you know, I felt great.
1: Oh, that's funny, man. Yeah.
2: Um Yeah, no, I uh I don't know. I just... But I'm with you. It's a slippery slope. And Kathleen and I talk about it a lot now because she's like, I want one so bad. Like she's starting to try not to slip too because she had that one that was like kind of the perfect moment with the family or like the siblings. And now it's now it's Uh, in her head, man. I know, but that's what happens is like the actual drug addiction to nicotine starts making your brain create stories. Mm Mm-hmm that make you think, like, I should have it because of this. But it's literally a demon addiction <laughs> did you guys, whispering in your ear. Did you
1: guys quit together?
2: Mm, no. No? no. It was separate times? Yeah, and you know what? I quit, like, the second time I relapsed for those few months, I quit cold turkey again and just stuck with it. But then she would have one in the evening, like having a glass of wine. Yeah. And for a while, I was like, I, I'm cool with that. That's not a big deal. But then after a while, I was like, Kathleen, this sucks. You know, because you're sort of like weirdly denying yourself a cigarette all day, but you still have one at night. Mm-hmm. And then your <laughs> hair and clothes still smell like smoke. Like... <laughs> it was good all day. Yeah, but <laughs> this I read. Is my reward. Did you read I... that Alan Carr book or whatever? No, my
1: roommate uh, did. That's what I
2: read in when I was 20. I five. Rem-
1: yeah. I remember. I tr- I had the book in my hand the day I quit smoking. Yeah, and I um I read the first chapter while smoking. Yeah, and then I put the thing down. My last day of smoking was um, I uh I bought a pack. I woke up at about noon and I bought a pack, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is my last pack, and mm-hmm. I smoked it by, I would think ten thirty that night. I had my last one, so twenty five cigarettes. Mm -hmm. within, like, ten and a half hours.
2: That's another thing people need to know. And then I was like, I never need to do this again. Yeah, I read that book all in, like, one day and then watched myself smoke my last cigarette in the mirror and put it out uh, with the uh, mental conditioning of the book in mind. And it just really worked. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think because it was such a wild time breaking up with my last relationship... And then having this weird illicit affair with Kathleen. <laughs> I think it just became this weird thing that is like an unconscious deal with stress. And that's how it slipped again. Well, but, that's... Uh, but then I c- c- like cooked cold turkey again easily. And uh, once I realized, oh, yeah, it's become a thing again. And then, uh, um, yeah, it's just so... And also people need to know, like, you really do save... A fucking shit ton of money. Like, oh, I know. I it's the a... stupidest waste of money ever.
1: Yeah, I actually have the app on my phone that tells me how much I've saved um, since uh, since I quit. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From like you still have it, buddy. I have saved. Um, it's been nine years, five months, and twenty seven days, and I have saved four forty three thousand three hundred and twenty five dollars. You can buy a fucking SUV. I know, but I bought a Volkswagen instead. <laughs> oh yeah, you <laughs> don't have kids. Weed. See, I think of like that's the best. I I thought my car was a like I'm like because it's a little. How little much weed do golf. you smoke a day? It's ramped up to to the point where I don't like how much I'm smoking. A half quarter? No, it's not that bad. Two grams? It's uh, you probably like two grams a day. Um, we're because I used to like I used to be able to like, roll a joint when I got home take a few tokes, put it out, and then just do that periodically throughout the night. Yeah. And it like if I was staying in, it would be a one joint would get me through the whole night. Now it's like three to four. Yeah. Um Yeah,
2: it does like there are some like um rules about pot that are not real. Like you don't get addicted. I think you fucking do. Yeah.
1: Well I think it's And it
2: doesn't do any harm to you. And I think it does, but it's like a it's, weird kind of harm. I don't
1: know if it's the addiction or the your tolerance keeps going up, so you got have to just keep doing more. Did you smoke a lot in high school? Not really. I was more of a drinker back then, and See, that's, I like back did. then, I, back then I, you had you had to choose between one or the other. I know.
2: I was more. I leaned on the stoner side, but mm-hmm. I would still drink at parties.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd still smoke too, but it was like if somebody passed me a joint, I hardly ever had my own. Like every now and yeah. again, I'd buy a little sack, but it was.
2: Yeah, I feel bad actually. If anyone that knew me in high school is listening, I'm sorry I didn't buy a lot of my own. But <laughs> you guys were all dealers, and you just passed it <laughs> to me. I didn't know what to do. Like I, I didn't buy it because I didn't want to smoke as much as you. But I fucking did anyways. Because they were yeah. just, you know, what I mean, like everyone was a dealer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in Rob Ford country. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Everyone... Everyone's tr- everyone's trying to be mayor, eh? Yeah. That's how you start. <laughs> this is how you start, guys. Mayor of Etobicoke. <laughs> yeah in fact i don't know if you saw that if you did see that episode of uh tall boys there's a quick super little button scene where me and jonathan langdon as the tt or the transit guys Mm -hmm. are standing outside of a school and then vance runs by us as a gym teacher that was filmed at don bosco where rob ford used to teach football or eh? teach Full (laughs) Teach. (laughs) (laughs) full
1: circle baby yeah um i think our hour is almost up and we we didn't even talk about you you were really good at deflecting i'm gonna I'm, I'm what gonna...
2: are you talking about i told the whole divorce <laughs> shit and the smoking shit
1: well no i'm just saying the, uh, the the stuff with your dad you left out a lot and you know what that's fine you keep that okay how
2: hard did you want it to be it's like i don't think i'm gonna go to therapy but maybe i'll make my podcast therapy so this is the, yeah why not Mm. Unload. We have a bed here in the Never
1: Sleep Studio. Yeah. I don't know why Never Sleeps has a fucking bed. Is that actually? Al-
2: is this just a guest
1: bed? No, it's uh, Alex calls it a day bed, which I don't understand what a day bed
2: means. What? Who has a day bed with a hammerhead shark hanging above it?
1: Alex Ross, baby. This is his real room here. If you want me, to open yeah. this. He's not here, so we can go through his shit if you want. He'll. He's gonna listen to this later. Oh, be like, what are they all touch? over the sheets? <laughs> a lot of blood. Hey, eh? what's
0: that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> isn't is cleaned up yet <laughs> yeah.
1: um, but this was fun did you enjoy yourself yeah yeah um,
2: where uh, we, we I mean it was like the first time I related to you about real serious stuff I mean we've talked before but oh it's never not this never heavy.
1: we never got deep before no this was good this was I, I feel I feel like I'm qualified to be your new therapist no would you want to just come <laughs> over to my place every week we'll sit in the Andrew bar have a few drinks. Is it called the? Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, the yeah, Andrew yeah, Barr yeah, in my before. basement. That's you want to go? We can go there and have a drink now if you want. You got
2: to. Uh... I think I asked Andrew Barr if he thinks that he's an alcoholic recently, <laughs> and he was like. Yeah, <laughs> he's one of the funniest guys. Yeah, ever. yeah,
1: I I love the bar man. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, he uh he was at uh, his namesake bar till quite late last night.
2: I could see that. Yeah, if yeah. it's not comedy bar, where else is he gonna go? <laughs> well, he was uh, he
1: left there and then he was like, well, it's still 4 a.m. Last call at Comedy Bar because the fest is on. So he, uh, I think he went and closed that down too. Yeah, but he wasn't uh, he wasn't seeing straight when
2: he left my place. He's so. literally never not there. Well he lives next door. I know. Yeah. It's good. I kinda wish when oh, he was man.
1: working there, he was in fucking heaven. He worked like two days a week for four hour yeah. shifts. Nobody ever ordered food. And then he got all his drinks half price. Yeah. He was loving it.
2: <laughs> and he still maintains like he's clearly writing super funny stuff all the time. Yeah, he's uh he's like always it's not writing. his brain's not broken. No, no. He's he's a he's a good kid. It's good. Yeah. So. I, I should say, like, when we started Laugh Sabbath at the Rivoli that lasted until maybe like twenty ten or twenty eleven, I forget, but man, I really witnessed the birth of the comedy bar and how it um what's the word you want to use? I don't know. Solidified Evolved? the comedy scene oh, okay. of all of Toronto. Yeah. It's like the night and day change of what Toronto was like before and after Comedy Bar is incredible. And when I travel to different like even places in the States, they're like, Oh, comedy bar, it's the best, eh? We're so lucky. Anyways, no, your it's bars crazy. there did, right now. Did uh did uh, <laughs> um, Kira said uh, the Yucks crew
1: did not enjoy um, Adam Christie's acceptance speech. Did what you hear did about he this say? When, he, when he won uh, when he won the top comic? No, what did he say? He's like, "Get out there, support live comedy, and if you're in Toronto, Go to the comedy bar. <laughs> and I guess uh, Breslin blew a little gasket
2: inside his head. <laughs> oh, no. But what's he going to do? Not give stage time to the top comic winner? Exactly. got, And if he, he doesn't need it if they won't. Kid's
1: going to do just fine. Out of Yucks
2: Prissy. is a different beast, that's all. No, it is. You know, comedy bar is a hang zone. Yeah, as and well. it's, it's and great. And it's four nights, four shows a night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if,
1: if Yucks had a bar attached, I'm sure they'd have more of a hang, but... There's no bar. Like what are you hanging out for, you know? Yeah,
2: it's always good to go back there and ask the boys for a Heineken, but Yeah, yeah. But then like
1: <laughs> once the show ends, you're just sitting in a big empty room. Yeah. But like Comedy Bar, once your show ends, you go into the bar. And I you're know. like,
2: hey, this is great. We're all here. I know. Like comedy bar is just the place There's two stages and the big bar party zone in between both stages. Yeah, it's insane. And if like it's I'm perfect. sure you
1: do this constantly. If like um Saturday night I was going out I came home from a gig dropped my car off mm-hmm. um, and I asked Kira Kira had been drinking all day for Oktoberfest I was mm-hmm. like do you want to go to comedy bar and she's like no nah, I'm fucking out of it and I was mm-hmm. like okay I'm going and it's like one of those places you mm-hmm. just go to alone because it doesn't matter like if you like you're going to meet
2: somebody there and you're going to have a good time yeah even now as a am like okay I should say uh, going back to what we were talking about with stand up too about the traveling and you know half independent shows half clubs type stuff in the city the comedy bar is my home base and I'm there at least four nights a week like it's crazy yeah, yeah. and if it was there when I was a kid yeah I probably would be dead <laughs> by now for sure it's the best
1: no it's it's a it's a lovely lovely place I'm okay. on the
2: alt dot tonight and I still, even in my head, think, oh, I'm going to the comedy bar. Because <laughs> I'm just so used to, like, like the alt fun. So when I have a show that I like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to the comedy bar. It's just like, be- it becomes, mm-hmm. yeah, Gary's do, a do genius.
1: You, um, I do see uh, a big trend of, um, there's many comics in the city who only know how to play the comedy bar.
2: Do you want like, to shit talk people? Nah, Fuck, do you want to start nah. all over again? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could
1: go. Uh, no,
2: it's just, but it...
1: it I think, um, I don't know, sometimes somebody's in the same place too long. They get uh, you get too comfortable and you don't know how to get out of if that. If there zone.
2: are young comics listening, I would say don't ever, yeah, take something like that for granted. You need to get your road legs.
1: Yeah, road legs is, like, it's great doing the comedy bar. It's a, such a fun venue. Yeah. But...
2: It's super conducive to experimental. When
1: you want to yeah. make money doing stand up in this country, you got to go to fucking some shitty Legion in some town you never heard of.
2: And yeah. And I was like saying, like, when I was doing those yuck gigs and having a hard time, that was like 2012. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like 2011, 2012. I fucking still kicked my ass and I have a set to do for strangers. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you need to learn it. It's no, good it's, to it's get cr- that cold I remember when wa- I was shower. when I was going to sign with Yucks. I remember Tim Gilbert calling it like having like a bucket of ice water dumped on your head. When <laughs> you first are like, holy shit, I bombed so hard.
1: When I was first going to you know? sign with Yucks, I was trying to make the choice of whether I go work for Absolute or Yuck Yucks. And mm-hmm. uh, Rob Pugh gave me, the, he just goes, he goes, you can go work for Absolute and feel really good about yourself for six weeks a year. Yeah, yeah. He goes, or you can work for yuck yucks, and you can do every shitty fucking room in this country that this country has to offer, and you can learn how to be a comic. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's it's school out there, man. And it's. I like, think
2: I forever maybe I don't even have it, but I think I gained Pew's respect <laughs> as a comic. Maybe around that time, it be it would have been spring of twenty twelve. Him. uh Matt O'Brien and I did the old Hamilton Club, the one that's just off the highway. Yeah, and uh, I just got fucking Bell's palsy, and half my face was frozen. Really? Yeah, it was the scariest thing. Two weeks. Okay. It started getting better after two weeks, but for two weeks it was frozen, and I had all these gigs booked. And I went and did the gigs and used the Bell's palsy <laughs> in my act and just made jokes about it. And I think Pew was like, "Shit, man, you know, like I can't." You know, the, everybody was kind of like that. Yeah, that's weird. You just woke up like that? No, it started happening before going to bed. We were watching TV. You felt it happening? Yeah.
1: Fuck, do they it know scared what causes the shit that? Out
2: of me. Yeah, talking to me. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> my mm. whole side of my face melts down. I don't think
2: they really do. I know another comic that had it in the states, and he told me he thinks it's connected to mold in a house or something. Mm. And I was definitely living in an old place at the time, but I was also very unhealthy at the time and super full of stress.
1: But so, now you you got therapy, you got two kids that make you smile every day. But it's
2: a virus, kind of like the herpes simplex. I know you're trying to wrap it up, and I just ruined it. But oh, I just right. remembered that that's all right. You got it's herpes like too, herpe- That's cool. <laughs> Hey, what's the other one? What's the other one? Shingles. It's like all in that oh, yeah, category. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I,
1: I've had shingles. I don't think I have herpes, though. I've had shingles. I don't have oh, herpes. It doesn't matter. No one's
2: interested in me anymore. <laughs>
1: Your wife is. Go give her herpes. <laughs> if you haven't already. <laughs> Kathleen, are you awake? <laughs> I've
2: Never a, awake.
1: I've got an outbreak for you. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's in that family. So Bell's palsy is a weird virus in that family. All right. Fucking... Bitch, eh? These
1: bodies? Mm-hmm. Well, you are a specimen, my friend. Yeah. As am I. Yeah. We're two good-looking fucking dudes. We're diseases. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. This has gone too
1: long. Um, yeah. We're I got to d- go to the altar.
2: Let the people know where they can find you. This is coming out next week. Um, Gee, I'm, like, pretty much around town for um, October. But then, uh yeah, November, I'm going to be at Heckler's. Then, uh... Doing this big show at Havana in Vancouver and then I will be doing handsome two shows of the handsome daughter. The
1: Havana, that's uh I've Where, done I've done that show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a nice nice space.
2: Yeah. So Graham hooked that up. Nice. How many seats how many seats is that? Uh like fifteen
1: no (laughs) i'm going out to vancouver to do like 15 seats no it's not that small i don't know maybe it's a tiny
2: little theater but it's nice yeah maybe i'd say 70 to 100 i was trying to get the little mountain which i've done before but they're booked to the gills yeah but that's a good place little mountain is almost comedy bar ish for vancouver Uh if you're in vancouver go to little mountain best comedy
1: vancouver needs a new mix
2: i know see that's the thing this is my yeah this is my first year not doing the mix I did it in December last. And uh, that and Rumors were tied for my favorite clubs. Those two stages, you can literally just go on, party all fucking night, and the crowds are savvy. They're cool. The owners, are the managers are cool. So now I would say, yeah, Rumors is up there. Um, yeah. yeah. We, need, we need more cool clubs.
1: I know. They're, we're only losing them. So Anyway, yeah. buddy, we really got to go. Guys, get out there. See fucking Chris Locke. It's uh, it's 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 a sh- it's a fucking show. And I like it. Um like it so much that I put him on the Icebreakers Comedy Festival. Yeah, that's coming in up in January, January 2020, baby. Um, and uh, you can find me every week at the Underground Cafe 420 Dope in Mike Comedy, smoke free since 2019. We'll talk to you soon, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye.
0: Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive
2: produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.
1: Hello to the five people still listening and mom. Thank you for listening to the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Now that you are done this, go check out another NSN podcast created right here in Toronto. Comedy and wrestling fans, check out Casey Corbin's wrestling podcast, Talkin' Wrestling, here on NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.